podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Thanks for choosing this free Anfield Index podcast. If you'd prefer to listen to this or any of our other shows without adverts, then now's the time to check out Anfield Index Pro. With AI Pro, you can supercharge your entire listening experience. You'll not only get all of our podcasts without the ads, but you'll have them far faster with our quick publish feature available exclusively for subscribers. AI Pro also puts you in the heart of our sound studio with an option to listen to many of our shows live and interact with the podcasters in real time as the shows are recording. Upgrading couldn't be easier. AI Pro is available on all popular podcast platforms and we have our own apps for Apple and Android. Just head on over to AnfieldIndexPro.com and get started today. Hello and welcome to Daily Red, your lunchtime catch-up on all things Liverpool FC on a Wednesday on which not a whole lot is happening. But there are some rumours of some outgoings coming up. Uh, reports today that Nottingham Forest have had a bid for Nico Williams turned down, a bid that falls short of Liverpool's 15 million valuation of the player. I would expect that Forrest will come back in for him. Wing-back is absolutely a position of need for them. And Nico's ability to play right wing-back or left wing-back is probably something that Steve Cooper would like. It may well be that they see him as their left wing-back and that they still want to buy another one for the right, or he may be their right wing-back and they'll bring someone else in on the left. But either way, it does look very much like Nico will be moving on this summer and will be moving to a Premier League club. So good luck to him whenever that happens. The Taki Minamino deal has been confirmed. We've talked about him and um, I hope he does really well. I really do. I hope he absolutely smashes it at Monaco. Uh, Why Liverpool wants Jude Bellingham and why he wants Liverpool is an article on This Is Anfield by Jack Lusby. There has been reports in the last couple of days that Nico or that Jude Bellingham very much would be interested in a move to Liverpool. This kid is obviously a very special midfielder. He can play in a multitude of positions. For now, you'd be looking at him as the right side at eight in our team. Uh, you'd potentially look at him as a 10 in a 4 2 3 1. He could play narrow on the right of a midfield four if you needed him to. He could eventually become a six or that left side at eight, but that might stymie his development for the short term. There's no doubt we need a midfielder, and there's no doubt that he is about as good as we could do. And when you get a player like Jude Bellingham at 19, and he's just turned 19, you're talking about someone that can be a foundational piece of your team for at least a decade and potentially longer with his potential and the room for growth there. Like he's only really scratching the surface of what he's capable of from a physical point of view. He's a very special athlete. His technical level is very high. He's an intelligent player. I think if you put him into this Liverpool team, I think he fits like a glove and I think we see him really start to go through the gears of development and by 22, 23, we could talk about Jude as maybe being the best midfield player in world football. That's how special he is. So 
signing Jude makes all the sense for us if a deal can be done. Whether it can be done or not remains to be seen. There was a report in Sport Build yesterday, which, I mean, you'd, you'd throw it in the bin if someone handed it to you, but it did sort of name a price of 120 million euro. Now, I guess Liverpool would like to negotiate that down or get to that price inclusive of add-ons. It did say he wouldn't be moving this summer, but I think things can change in that regard. Um, He grew up, obviously, idolising Steven Gerrard. And while he's not a Liverpool fan, he's a Birmingham City fan. Maybe, maybe that can swing things for him, that he does want to replicate uh, what Gerrard did in his career. We'll wait and see. We'll wait and see. It's still very early. The window doesn't officially open until Friday. And then it has two months to run. So there's a long time for Liverpool to try and strike some sort of deal for Jude Bellingham, whether that's to bring him now or to buy him and loan him back so that he comes in next summer. Who knows what what the options are, but I definitely think there's too much smoke for there to not be a substantial fire there. Um, Piece here by Henry Jackson, how Harvey Elliott could play a key role in next Liverpool evolution. So do check that piece out there. Mo Salah links up with Ginny Wijnaldum in surprise Liverpool return. I'm sorry, surprise Liverpool reunion. Uh, Salah has been spending his off-season on holiday with his family, but found time for a reunion with old Liverpool teammate Ginny Wijnaldum in Dubai. The two played together 182 times for Liverpool and uh, took time out to have dinner. Uh, Salah posted on his Instagram reminiscing and a picture of him and Ginny having a chat. Ginny, by all accounts, beloved member of the of the group and a close friend of Salah. Things haven't gone his way since he left the club, but it, it should never be forgotten how good he was when he was at Liverpool. And when you see moronic people on social media uh, trying to claim he wasn't hugely important to everything that Liverpool did, Make sure to slap them down. The eye-opening staff that highlights Liverpool's big transfer priority. This is a graph showing the share of minutes played in 2021-22 by players who will be at least 30 at the start of the next Premier League season. And worryingly, Liverpool are... Miles out in front, 46.2% of the minutes played this past season were by players who will be at least 30 starting this season. Obviously, Henderson played a lot of minutes. Mo, Virgil, Bobby, Thiago. Now, you'd imagine Henderson's minutes will come down drastically this year, either because well he shouldn't really be in the team or because he gets hurt quite frequently. But Mo will play heavy minutes. But Mo is the type that you could see continuing to hold up well into his 30s. The same thing with Virgil. And I've said before with Virgil, if you look at Thiago Silva, 37, still playing at a, a good level, not, not, not nearly as good as Chelsea fans would like you to believe. But there's no reason Virgil can't do that. Virgil is a much better defender 
than Thiago Silva ever was, even at his peak, when he was considered one of the best in the world. Virgil is, is levels above that. And Salah just takes such incredible care of himself that you could see him prolonging his career in the same way that Cristiano has. And maybe just becoming more of a goal scorer rather than the kind of the do-everything player he has been for us. Behind Liverpool, then, you've got Newcastle, 39.9%. Crystal Palace, 383 uh, A lot of that is Joel Ward, Gaeta, and Wilf Zaha, I'd imagine. Um, Chelsea, West Ham. The worrying thing is that only 22.1% of Man City's minutes were played by players who will be at least 30. They've done a really good job at turning their squad over and keeping it young and vibrant. And uh, we're going to have to start doing similar. Now, obviously, we've brought in Diaz. He'll play more minutes next season. And Sadio's gone, so he's out of the picture. Um, Darwin coming in obviously helps that massively as well. Ibu, if he plays more next season, because Joel is 30 as well, I think, at the start of the next season. Joel might be 30 already, but Ibu brings that down. And then, obviously, if we do add a midfielder such as Jude Bellingham, that helps as well. Uh, who is Gerald Kwanza? Is another piece by Jack Lusby, looking at the young Liverpool centre-back, who is playing a starring role for England's under-19s at the minute. Uh, born, in Warring- or born and raised in Warrington, the son of a Ghanaian father and a Scottish mother, eligible to represent both England, Ghana, and Scotland, as well as Barbados. I assume that's true, grandparents. Uh, his brother is also a professional footballer. He does look like a really, really promising player. He's got decent pace. He's big, rangy, strong in the air. I would guess he might be the fifth centre-back this season. Obviously, Virgil plus one, Ibu and Matip will battle for that minutes. We've got Joe Gomez as well, who I think will play some right back and some centre back. So if Reese Williams leaves, which seems to be the case, uh, this kid might get his opportunity in some of the cup, the early rounds of the cups. So one to keep an eye on. Aston Aston Villa midfielder, highly thought of at Liverpool, whose contract expires in 2023. This is about Carney Chukwameka. So he has been name dropped in Neil Jones's latest article. He's also allegedly Dortmund's number one target to replace Jude whenever Jude goes. I'd love to see us get Chukwameka and Jude because I just think you could develop the two of them together and have a really special combination of powerful, dynamic box-to-box midfielders who can do a little bit of everything and have very high level of technical ability. Um, yeah, I, I'd very much like us to get both of them, to be honest, because I'm greedy like that and because we do need two midfielders. Uh, Liverpool.com then. Julian Ward might be about to repeat clever Jurgen Klopp, sorry, clever Liverpool transfer trick that will help Jurgen Klopp. Right, what is this then? Julian Ward could be about to complete another piece of business for Liverpool. It's one that could benefit Jurgen Klopp's first team 
in the long term and the thing won't load. Here we go. Uh, so the player in question looks like Misalowski. Yeah, so there are multiple clubs interested in Musilewski in his homeland in Poland. Um, and they would like to bring him back on loan. One of them was definitely looking for an option to buy, I remember reading yesterday. But certainly I think loaning Musilewski out to get him first team experience is definitely a good idea. Given the talent he has, he may not be overly happy to sit on the bench and watch for the next few years. So getting him out, getting him first team games and seeing where he can develop to before we bring him back and integrate him into the first team, that could be the plan. Uh, very, very talented player who scores for fun and Jürgen, and even Virgil van Dijk was impressed by him. Liverpool could target 63 million Dynamo Jurgen Klopp loves as a transfer to offer the midfield a new dimension. This is about Barella. There's a piece here about Carney Chukwemeka. Again, um, Stephen Gerrard could help Liverpool perform perfect transfer hijack as Borussia Dortmund stole. Raheem Sterling has Mo Salah contract warning as Liverpool, as Jurgen Klopp and Liverpool are right again. I don't even know what to make of that. Uh, Liverpool transfer history proves Darwin Nunes must copy Mohamed Salah and not Luis Suarez. Liverpool make transfer U-turn as potential 58.5 million Mohamed Salah heir threatened with exile. This is the media digest. That specific line is definitely about Serge Gnabry. Um who Bayern have allegedly suggested they might just not play him for a year. They're not going to not play him for a year. It's stupid. But he may well be for sale. And if he is for sale, he'll cost a lot, le lot less than £58.5 million with one year left on his contract. As a piece in the digest about tacky, uh, Liverpool transfer U-turn is basically that Ox is for sale. And if anyone is willing to give us £10 million, uh, we will happily see him on his way out of the club. Uh, Real Madrid sound Jude Bellingham transfer transfer warning as Liverpool know 2023 transfer plan risks. It's why the 2023 thing is nonsense and, and not actually true. Uh, Liverpool playmaker could emulate Phil Foden. This is about Harvey Elliott. Jurgen Klopp forced to accept pre-season change as Liverpool prefer, prepare money-spinning compromise. Liverpool carefully planned their pre-season around two things, the financial aspect and the training aspect. Jurgen Klopp perfectly understands the compromise. This piece about is, from, is by David Lynch, so do check that one out there. Uh, you would hope, you would hope that when the transfer window is planned, the training aspect is the first priority and the financial aspect is the second uh, pieces here about Lucas Susic. Uh, that piece is about the young Brazilian striker that we are currently being linked with, who is having himself a rare old time uh, at Santos, Marcus Leonardo. Uh, and this one here, what's this about? Oh, it is Lucas Susic. That's fine. Uh, that's all on liverpool.com. Plenty to read there if you want to fill an hour. 
And on AnfieldIndex.com, Stephen Smith has a new piece up, Julian Ward, A Window of Uncertainty, and a rare picture of Michael Edwards. It's a picture of Edwards and Ward. Uh, Do check that one out there. Podcast-wise, we've got quite a bit. Uh, There's a new What If, myself and Mark Roberts looking at the 13-14 season. What if we won the league? What would have happened after that? We had a bit of a chat about the league. I may have ranted a little bit and maybe put a couple of noses out of joint, but it is what it is. There's a new old school. Myself and Gags had a chat about the possibility of one more to come in. Today we've recorded a new scouted. Carl Matchett is back from holiday. So we went through all the questions that had been left for us on Discord for the last almost three weeks and uh, and answered all of them and set up a podcast for a couple of weeks from now where we're going to do our top 25 players under the age of 21. We're only going to focus on Europe because when you start getting into the other continents, it just becomes too difficult to properly uh, have a, a real view on, on players. Uh, Guy is informing me that there is a new Money Talks which will be out in the next couple of days. And we are recording the second Raw Retro on Friday. Myself, Trev and Harry Setti will be having a look back at the 2001 UEFA Cup Final. So that one should be fun. Uh, Lots more to come. On the Books is coming back, I promise. Myself and Trev will get together and get the next couple of those banged out. Uh, Trev has a few things coming up as well, so keep an eye on those. There will be more from everybody. Everybody is going to do more this summer uh, so that we can keep you all entertained. Uh, We're doing old schools once a week. We're doing as much as we can. So hopefully you're enjoying the content. And if not, let Gags know. Don't tell me. Let Gags know. And let him know in a rude manner as well, just because it's funny. Uh, Don't tell him I said that, though. See you tomorrow. Bye-bye. We hope you enjoyed listening to this Anfield Index show. Please be sure to subscribe to our channel so future podcasts find their way to your device automatically. There's nothing quite like fan engagement, and we'd love to know what you think of anything discussed on this show. The best way to get in touch is over on our free Discord community, where both podcasters and listeners debate the hottest LFC topics 24-7. Sign up free now at anfieldindex.com forward slash discord. You won't regret it. You can also follow us on Twitter at Anfield Index and find us on Facebook by searching for Anfield Index. Oh, and before you go, we'd love it if you could leave us a five-star review on your favourite podcast app. It only takes a couple of seconds and it means the world to the people who create these free shows. Sports Social Podcast Network.